Welcome to your highest version, the podcast where I want you to be the highest version of yourself. My name is Hope Matole. I am the host and founder of this podcast. I'm a communicator, a conversation starter, a voice, healer, and a safe space creator. So if there's one thing to be sure of, this is definitely a safe space. I am also the founder and president of a female NPO known as Contagious Classy Divas Network. I hold a master's degree in psychology and I'm a counseling psychologist by profession. Yep, a whole counseling psychologist. In this podcast, we are going to do the work that helps us to meet and become the highest versions of ourselves. So are you guys ready? Come on and join us. Let's go. New Year everybody happy 2022 welcome to a new season of your highest version welcome to 2022 and welcome to season two I know that it is April (laughs) but this is the first ever episode that will be airing in 2022 hence I'm saying happy new year to everyone Um, to my old listeners welcome back to your highest version it's good to have you back and to anyone that might be tuning in for the first time my name is Hope Matole as you heard in the introduction and I am the founder and host of your highest version this is the podcast where I want you to be the highest version of yourself and I basically equip you with tools to do exactly that I'm so excited to be back with a new season this is episode one of season two and in this episode I'm just gonna lay a foundation I'm just gonna set the tone it's basically an introductory episode for season two it's not gonna be a long one I'm gonna be very brief let's go So as some of you might know, I often record in my car, but uh, that's different now. It is the 16th of April, 2022. I'm recording this episode on my bed. It is raining cats and dogs, and I am in very cold Johannesburg. (laughs) So this is a a first for me. This is a different for me. Um, My beverage that I'm having during this episode for the newbies this is something that i do so we just try to check in create some context of where i'm recording and what's happening my beverage is water i'm actually going to take a sip now oh that was good Okay, everyone, I'm excited to be back. It's been a long time. I have actually been postponing on when to launch season two. There's actually been so many episodes that I have already recorded, I think, last year already, because I was under the impression that season two would premiere in September of 2021. But I guess God had other plans. Um, So I think the first thing in my check-in that I should mention is the fact that um, in the introduction song of the podcast which has been running even from season one last year in 2021 is that I mentioned you know my introduction says I'm a master's 
holder, um, a psychology master's holder, and that I'm a counseling psychologist. But that was actually not officially the case at that point. At the time I was recording the different episodes, I thought that season one would launch much earlier. But then I managed to have so many episodes that I felt formed an actual first season. So then I released them way beforehand. So by that time, I hadn't yet graduated, hadn't yet even gotten my marks for research. Um, and I hadn't even yet written my board exam. So it is safe to say, <laughs> I can confidently say now, allow me to please reintroduce myself. My name is Hope Matole, and I am now really <laughs> a master's degree holder in psychology. And I am now really, for real, an HPCSA registered counseling psychologist. So it's real now, huh? Um, it's funny because um, even at the time where I got accepted into my master's program in 2017 for the year 2018, I started referring to myself as a master's student even before 2018. Um, before submitting uh, my dissertation, I started referring to myself as a master's graduate, which I hadn't yet graduated. And after I, I graduated, but before writing my board exam and passing, I had already started referring myself to a counseling psychologist. And this is a practice that I've always had throughout my life, kind of like referring myself to, you know, the thing that I'm currently working towards, even though I haven't yet obtained it. And I mean, I don't have a problem with it. It works for me. So, you know, no problems at all. Um, so let's jump right into the episode. In today's episode, like I said, I'm just going to set the scene. Um, it's going to be quite brief. And in our news structure, we open with either story time or an episode, um, sorry, or a quote for the day. So my quote for the day for this episode is actually a scripture, which is Isaiah 60, verse 22. And it goes, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And I found it so fitting in terms of the story time that I'm going to give everyone now. Um, so at the time that I started season one last year, in 2022, 21 um i think around april yeah season one launched in april so around feb i started recording the different episodes the podcast has been something that i've wanted to do for many many years but at that time i was in a space that did not make sense you know um looking back i think i was in a bit of a mild depressive state you know even though i was really working hard to not get myself all the way down there um but as some of you might know i did my masters in 2018 i did my internship in 2019 and i had an extension for my internship which then ended in 2020 in march so right before covid hit my my um in extended internship was basically ending so march 2020 i moved back home and I was busy with my research, um, which I then completed in and submitted in 2020 in December. So then, um, yeah, I was at home, I was applying for jobs and nothing was showing up, you know. And I was in such a bad space where it just felt like, what now? I've worked all these years. Um, towards, you know, towards becoming a psychologist. And by work, I don't mean like 
a job, but I have worked so hard in my studies. I've studied for about eight, seven years. At that point, I just now, you know, submitted um, my research. And I knew at that point that the job that I would get wouldn't be a psychology-related job. And that would be very unlikely because I hadn't yet written my board exam. But in order to write my board exam, my marks had to come back, you know. And I was just in such a low place where... You know, you've worked so many years, <laughs> you've studied so many years, and now you are home doing nothing, and it's been months. And in between 2020 and March and December, before I submitted my research, I wouldn't say that I was seriously applying for any job, right? Um, but I, I applied once or twice, you know, um, but I was okay with that because I was still doing my research. And I felt like, you know, having a job would actually take me a while to finish my research. So I was fine with that. But I was really convinced that by December, I'd have a job to work. By December 2020, I'd have a job which I'd start in January 2021. And nothing, you know, um, nothing. Nothing happened. I tried to find a job and it was just not happening. And I think I was in such a horrible space where I had so many why questions to God you know to to the universe it just didn't make sense and a part of it also which I don't know why but I felt embarrassed you know um, I was back home you know I was this girl this child who had moved away from home and had such a successful academic career and then boom you back home like what what now you know and um, yeah you know it continued like that for some time I, I just kind of I wouldn't say I completely gave up but I just I was so low that it didn't matter you know I remember just looking back now and thinking about it I spent so many in the beginning of moving back home I kept myself busy that whole year with research with the podcast and so on you know but then after that there was nothing to do I just try to get myself busy because that's just a person that I've always been in order not to you know fall into a low depressed mood and I just ran out of um, I don't want to say creative ideas because I did, but the will to execute them, the will to do anything that's going to make me feel purposeful and hopeful. I wrote my board exam in June, you know, the three months before from around April. There was something to look forward to that kept me busy, that kept my mood high, that kept my mood up. You know, um, I wrote in June and after that I went back into that dark space, you know. Um, when nothing was happening again and that was a very that was a very difficult time for me where I was trying to figure out but God like why this whole journey for this for nothing and I think um, you know most of you could possibly relate in, in the moment where something is not going the way that you desire for it to go that's how it feels it feels like what's even the point why did I even get accepted into a master's program why did I even this why did I even that and that's exactly how I felt um, so after even passing you know I just wrote and that and I remember even when I got my marks that I had passed my board exam and I was now a psychologist it felt like it was such a short celebration, like I was happy. And then hours later, it was back into, okay, yeah, I've passed. Yes, I have. But, but what, what now? I don't have a job. Like, I'm not practicing what's happening. Um, so, yeah, I basically, you know, all in all, <laughs> from leaving my extended internship, I was basically home for a year and nine months, you know, a part of it, very confused, very distressed, 
quite anxious about you know what's going to happen now you know um and i think you you know you you want to make people proud as well you know it's like it's not just you feel disappointed and ashamed and guilty like i said as if it's something that you did because also people are looking up to you and people are in the attempt to really advise you and in the intention um to really encourage you you know they'll make you look at other things like why don't you maybe study this in the meantime as if it's never going to happen and that's how it made me feel you know i had someone who advised me to maybe um do a pgce and i'm like but i don't want to do that you know maybe you can lecture you can be a psychology lecture but i don't want to do that i want to be a psychologist in practice who does therapy psychotherapy that's what i want to do lecturing maybe at a later stage but right now that's what i want to do and i think that's why it was so confusing because it was like okay even the people around me are losing faith that I'm ever going to get a job you know so um yeah i think um not i think but i was home for a total of a year and 9 months um many low lows there even though there were highs and high highs but i had a couple of low lows and it was quite intense quite challenging quite difficult um but then you know and and going through interviews and these many processes of i think i had nine interviews in total last year in 2019 um but later on literally the first week of december at the point was like i'm done with applying i'll apply again next year i need a break because um applying for interviews as well and going you know applying for jobs i mean and going so i had not that i applied at nine different places obviously applied at more than nine places but the interviews that i got were nine interviews right i got um three job offers from them one i couldn't take because it was it was quite a risk um it was um commission and i decided not to take it the other one um i'm still waiting to till today <laughs> it's a job i got in october sparked up my happiness but it went quiet until then and like i said it's it's the 16th of april 2022 i got the job offer last year in october and i'm basically still waiting for the um start date um so you can imagine you know as desperately waiting something comes along and it doesn't really materialize that also just shattered me i think that was like my last straw which was the end of the year i was really depressed last year um but at the point um as i was saying back to the initial story <laughs> at the point um that i was just done i had had um an interview the last week of november 2021 and i said i was done um, i need to take a break um i i cannot i don't have the mental capacity or psychological capacity to prepare for another interview and not and not get a job so i'm going to stop applying i'll start applying next year which is this year um yeah a job came along um through you know a reference somebody who had been working um at a certain place and said to me hey we are looking for someone you know there's a post out for some for psychologists um where i work would you be interested and this was the first week of december and i was like sure let's do it um really not not even thinking much into it but it was just like let me just do it this will then be the real really the last one because the the month uh, the the week after that i was actually going on vacation i was visiting a friend of mine in pumalanga and i was going to spend you know about 2 weeks with them. Um this was a very fast process. Asked me if I was interested. The next day I spoke to the manager. 
the third day, um, I basically had my interview, and by the end of that day, I was told that I had a job. Um, so, yes, <laughs> I am finally employed. Um, I'm grateful for that. I'm super grateful to God for that, you know, considering the one year and nine months that I went through, which was terrible. And that's not to say I wasn't provided for anything. I was well provided for. Um, my mom took good care of me um but once again like i say you know when you've worked so hard towards something and it's like okay but when is it happening when is it materializing i was just in that space which makes you feel very scared and uncertain because you don't know when what is going to happen um so yeah once again i guess it's an, <laughs> another in reintroduction um so i am working currently in a hospital um, which is very funny uh, because the, one of the reasons why I wanted to be a counseling psychologist as opposed to a clinical psychologist is because I just did not want to be in a hospital setting, um, which probably God laughed <laughs> his teeth off years ago when I said, ah, I don't want to be in a hospital. I don't want to work in a hospital. I don't like hospitals. You know, I'm not, it's not a phobia or anything. I'm not scared, but it's just a preference that I didn't want to. And here I am today. Um, I am the primary psychologist in the CVA ward, in the stroke ward, um, at um, a, re a physical rehabilitation hospital. So I work mainly with stroke patients, um, which very funny is is something that I'm really enjoying. It's a field that I never thought was available for me as a counseling psychologist that I'd have access to, but it is. Um, and as unexpected as it is, I'm having the time of my life i'm enjoying every single minute of it um it's been four months now so i started in january um the first week of january it's been four months it's been you know such an amazing four months um to getting used to the space settling into the environment because i come from student counseling background in terms of my internship but even prior to that i've always worked with you know the younger population and now i'm working with as you can imagine strokes are mostly um experienced by older the older generation you know so i'm working with people <laughs> as old as my late grandma my late grandpa you know old enough to be my grandparents but i am enjoying every single minute of it and i'm super grateful for the opportunity um and i'm learning as much as possible um i think in 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 your training as a psychologist you never really taught to work with um somebody who has had a TBI or has had a CVA, you know, somebody who, um, some of my patients um, are apraxic, which basically means they cannot verbally communicate, or aphasic, which would mean that they basically cannot communicate, period, or they, you know, they're in a state of confusion um, and they cannot really understand or comprehend much, you know. So it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those settings where the you know how they say psychology is an art but it, it is also a science you know it's a science but it's also an art so that's where not just the science part of psychology is required but the art part of psychology is required where you are required to be really um, creative to be able to communicate with somebody who's you know either can't verbalize or cannot communicate but be there for them in that moment you know working with um, an individual who's not 
purely cognitively inclined, you know, or whose memory is not that good, whose word finding is not that good. Um, but it is a great challenge that I'm enjoying, you know, to just find creative ways of um, using the science of psychology, but also using the art and finding the creativity in how to have these sessions with this with these individuals. So yeah that is that is story time and that is my life update everybody um that's where i am now um as you can imagine a lot of learning business um and i think that's why i've just been pushing back the podcast like no i'll launch season two soon you know in just trying to find my feet back you know um and i think a huge part of it the season that i am of my life right now is four months into you know, practicing as a psychologist for the first time as a qualified psychologist where I am the official say, where I don't necessarily have to consult a supervisor to say, hey, what do I do in this instance? I mean, I still have that luxury, but at the end of the day, nobody co-signs anything that I do because I'm an independent practitioner now, you know. Um, and, you know, in, in addition to that and adjusting to that, you know, the season that I'm in, um, the season of life that I'm in currently is just the season where, you know, I'm required to re-engage aspect, to re-engage aspect of my lives, of my life. You know, for so long, it's really been about school and everything was dedicated to school. Um, I say that in, in my M1 and my internship, I literally missed four weddings, <laughs> four weddings of loved ones, of friends. Um, and I couldn't because you know, I I had to do my work and ninety percent of your work, especially in your masters, ninety percent of your life is your is your schoolwork, you know, when you're doing a masters in psychology. So I'm back um first in Johannesburg, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> so, so, so excited that I'm back in Johannesburg. Johannesburg is one of my favorite cities. I studied here for and lived here for seven years and then I went to Northwest University in Bosch, which did not work for me because it was a very small town. Uh, but I think it worked in the sense that um, I was able to be away from family and friends and that gave me more than enough time I needed to study, you know, and to to not distract myself with, oh, let me go out with a friend. So I think that worked perfectly in that sense. Um, but I'm a city girl, you know, I'm a city girl at heart. I'm, I'm glad to be back in Johannesburg, um, re-engage my life, um, interact with friends, family. Um, but as I was saying, you know, this is the season where I am re-engaging my life as a person who is now, you know, now has the opportunity to fulfill um, other, other aspects of her life. So like I said, like 90% of your master's year as a psychologist is your master's basically and everything else gets neglected. But now I am, you know, it's, I've been, it's, it's five weeks that I've been back um, in rehearsal. I'm back to my church in Johannesburg. Um, and before that, for five years, I was not singing. <laughs> so I'm back to singing, um, which is a lot as well. You know, my voice has been out of practice for so long, for five years, literally. And I'm back to just being engaging again with with people you know re-establishing re-establishing friendships um that i had not all of them but most friendships that i had um while i was still in johannesburg um re-establishing a social life because i didn't have that for five years if we're being honest um 
and and it's exciting you know it's 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 really exciting to feel again like I'm a holistic person and it's not just my career or my academics that are more important but ensuring that as different aspects of my life are being met and and that's exactly what mental health is right mental health is described as an equilibrium where every single part of your life not that is perfect but is healthy in a way and is functional in a way and i think with academia especially in a field such as psychology which is so requiring especially in, a, in your postgrad um to a degree you lose that balance you lose that mental health aspect of it which is quite ironic because we are mental health advocates right um yeah so which is quite ironic and and quite funny um and the most exciting thing as well you guys is that i am back to you know doing one of my favorite things my passions which is speaking engagements um i haven't done that in years as well um i think the last speaking engagement i had was in 2019 when i had a conference with um my npo contagious class divas network so i'm back to that and i am so so excited um i have three talks as we speak um so on the 30th of um this month of april um i am one of the speakers among the panel of shelly galico's um women of substance a conference which is basically focused on father absence well mom, mother and father i think yeah the title of the conference is the mother and father wound and this is where we unpack and talk about mother and father absence so parental absence um mainly for women but generally you know for people who have had that experience in 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 any way um next week on the 20th and 21st of April I am speaking at my college <laughs> my previous college that I studied at SACAPS the South African College of Applied Psychology and that's home you know SACAPS is just home so I'm glad to be back um as you know a speaker and then I have another speaking engagement I think is the 29th of May in Potchefstroom it's basically a ladies day where it's a spa date and we'll be talking about dealing with and processing pain so this is kind of like a gig guide which is so exciting because I haven't done this in so long and I'm so excited so like I said this part of my life this season of my life is really about reengaging parts of my life and that I have neglected for so long not on purpose you know but because um just the requirement of masters the requirement of you know be- becoming a practicing psychologist and your masters and your internship and you know around the time where you have to write your board exam that's just really how it is it's kind of like a dying to self where other things or other aspects of your life kind of take a back seat so i'm grateful <laughs> to be back in the land of the living i'm grateful um i'm i'm just grateful you know being a psychologist has been the only biggest career dream that i've had and i've knocked it out you know um i started this journey of literally 10 years ago i started this journey in 2012 i did my first year in 2012 and you know 9 years later which was last year i finally accomplished it this is one of the hardest professions to get in um not everybody who starts in their first year in psychology ends up as a psychologist so i'm so 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 grateful to god to myself for working my ass off to my support system to my mom for financing it throughout but just to every single individual that has impacted my life and touched it in somewhat way you know 
whether it was just a hug, a word of encouragement, whatever it is that helped me to get to this point. I'm excited and as a young professional, literally four month old <laughs> professional, independently as a psychologist in the field, um, I'm so grateful for the growth that's going to happen. I look forward to my journey and how that is going to just grow, you know. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned, which I constantly learn, is the fact that to not have a certain expectation of I'll never, one of the things is I will never work in a hospital. And here I am, and I'm having the time of my life. So I look forward to my journey, and I am really excited, you know, um, and I hope I can take you guys along inspire you, encourage you, not just in the field of psychology, but in your different respective fields. I think um, COVID as well has caused such a disruption in people, you know, working towards their careers. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, I didn't personally get, you know, um, I'm grateful that I didn't personally get disturbed or impacted by COVID in terms of my career. It's just that in any case, like I said, you know, um, I was in the point where I first had to finish research, get my marks, then write my board exam. And there's only three times in a year where you could write your board exam. But I know for some people, um, the struggle is, you know, COVID has somehow impacted them, whether it's regards, in regards to tuition and being able to pay for their funds. Um, but, you know, there's been some disturbances and distractions um, in their, whether academic career, professional career, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm praying for you, sis. I'm praying for you, bro. I'm thinking about you in this time. And I just wanted to share my story in the sense from 2020 just as a form of giving some encouragement to you. And I really do hope it does bless and encourage you to keep fighting and inspire you to keep fighting. Um, fighting for your dream and to not give up so yeah that's it from my side um, my words for the year um, so every year I, I stopped having practical or should I say um, materialistic New Year's resolutions um, I'll, I'll just have like stuff that are not necessarily um, tangible I call them intangibles and this year what I did is I came up with three words slash phrases if you will and my three words slash phrases for the year for 2020 and for the next five years are adventure thrive and gang money that's it. I want to go on many adventures, uh, many adventures, whether they relate to me socially, physically, professionally. And I realized that for me to do that, I need to allow myself to not fight so much to be in control and to let God do what he needs to do with my life because he has had the plan for my life even you know, way before I was formed in my mom's womb. And I want to thrive in every aspect of my life. I want to thrive in my friendships. I want to thrive in my work. I want to thrive in every single aspect of my life and in every single thing I do. I want to dedicate myself and allow myself to thrive. And the last one is very self-explanatory, guys. I want to make money. I'm tired of being broke. <laughs> I've been a student most of my, all my life, basically, <laughs> from grade one or credge, um, and I want to make money, you know. And um, in 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 the goal there as well with making money is I just really want to serve others with my money, and I just really want to give. I've always been, you know, a server at heart. I've always been a giver, but one of my 
ways of giving that I want to establish now is to give finances and not just give other things. You know, I've been praying and just asking God to help me with that, you know. And um, yeah, I just want to be a giver of money (laughs) um, at the level that I can. And obviously it will grow as I grow financially as well. Um, So yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, I think I'll close off with the opening scripture once again, Isaiah 60, 22, just to remind you that what God said, um, which is the fact that when the time is right, I, I, him, the Lord, will make it happen. So everything that is due you will come to you. And it might not be in the way that you had expected it to come, or it might not be in the same exact plan um, that you would have expected it to come through. But the fact remains, God is faithful and whatever it is that is due you will find you. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time.